Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Welcome to NBA Today. Best from the West against the best from the East. You are now the witness of the greatness. The swag is oh, No, he did not. Oh, he said he's too little. Shooting from half court as well. Kobe Bryant MVP trophy goes to Damian Lillard. Welcome to NBA Today, fresh off of All-Star Weekend. I'm your girl, Chineo Gwimike, filling in for my sis, Malika Andrews. I have Ramona Shelburne, Austin Rivers here with me in studio, and Big Perk beaming in as well, safely back from Indianapolis. All right, y'all, the good news, Steph versus Sabrina absolutely delivered. Yep. Now the bad news. Let's just say we had mixed reactions to last night's game. But, but let's start with the best thing of the night, history. LeBron James and his record-setting 20th All-Star appearance. So roll the highlight for Mr. LeBron James. LeBron James making again his 20th appearance. And he's having some fun with his teammates before. I mean, look at him talk to Jokic there. They're like the same. It, 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 I'm just wondering what they were saying versus. Oh, he was talking to a lot of people, but most notably Luka Doncic. But in the game, I mean, he took it coast to coast. He was play for like times. a well, Yeah, it, true. 14 minutes. Like, let me get this in. And there's his signature dunk. And then midway through the second quarter, this was one of the plays of the night right here. Paul George oh. off the bounce. To LeBron James, LeBron still making it look easy. Highlight plays, and that's what you were talking about, Ramon. I mean, where was that in the contest? Oh, let's just stay on the high right here. Let's stay on the high. He finished with eight points as the West lost. 211 to 186. Wait, now, say that again? I know. 211 to 186. <laughs> now, LeBron James is the all-time leader in all-star appearances, points, and field goals. And clearly, when you think of longevity, it is just another area where he con- continues to shine and set the standard in the sport. But it was what he said before Sunday's game that left some wondering, could we be witnessing the end? I have not mapped out how many seasons I have left. Um, I know it's not that many. Um, I also don't know if I will, I was asked this question a couple of days ago, will you kind of take the farewell tour or will you kind of just Tim Duncan it? I'm 50-50. Um, I'm going to be honest because there's times where I feel like, I guess I owe it to my fans that's been along this journey with me for two decades plus. But the other side of, I've never been that great with, accepting like praise Uh, it's a a weird feeling for me Um, I never really talked about it much but it's just a weird feeling for me but I don't know Um, but I am a Laker and uh, I I am happy and been very happy being a Laker the last six years and uh, and hopefully it stays that way Um, but I don't have the I don't have the answer to how long it is or you know which uniform I'll be in hopefully it is with the Lakers it's a great organization and so many greats but We'll see. I don't know how it's going to end, but it's coming. 
is coming for sure. It may be a little awkward, but we're going to continue to praise you and give you your flowers. But we do not know when it will be, but LeBron James is clearly thinking about it, the end. So, Perk, what stands out to you from those comments? And also, how much longer do you think that LeBron James will play? What stood out to me the most is that LeBron James wants to be a Laker. So, I mean, that's 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 the security blanket for if you're Jeannie Buss and Rob Palenka that he wants to be a Laker. Like, he's saying that publicly. He wants to finish as a Los Angeles Laker. So it's in your, the ball is in your court to make sure you do everything in your power that LeBron James retire as a Laker. Secondly, look, LeBron James can literally play until he's 50 years old. I'm not saying at this elite level, but he could be on somebody bench until he's at, till he's at the age of 50. That's how much he brings to the table on and off the floor. But I will say this, hearing LeBron comments about that it's coming to an end soon, I could see that happening, right? I could see that happening. He wants to be at Bryce games, right? He wants to be there for Bronny. He wants to be home with Zuri. He wants to be home with Savannah. And, and rightfully so, right? He's been preaching this for time for so long, for the last year and a half, family comes first, right? Family comes first. And so when you enter a certain part of your, your career where you start to value things a little bit different, like what else is it for him to accomplish, honestly? He's already got the bankroll. He's already got the accolades. So, again, like I, I could see him playing another three years max, to be honest with you, before he call it a quits. Yeah, I see another two, three years here. Um, you know, you look at the window of Bronny, you know, whether he comes out this year or not, you know, he's coming off of that heart situation, so he might need another year. Um, you know, I agree with Perk. If LeBron James really wanted to, he could probably play another five, six, seven, eight years. I mean, he is a freak of nature. We've never really seen anything like him in terms of longevity and not only playing for a long time, but playing at an elite level for a long time, right? Yep. Uh, the question is, does he want to? He's achieved everything. Uh, we're not, he's not chasing the six rings for Michael because what he lacks in rings to his four to his six, he makes up in how many years he's played and he's all-time leading scorer. So they both have their ups and downs, right, in terms of comparison. For me, this is about the joy of the game. He loves playing because he loves playing. That's what he does. He is the basketball icon of our era. Uh, this is a guy that I see playing a couple more years. I do see him finishing as a Los Angeles Laker. His family's embedded in the city. His son goes to USC. His other son goes to Sierra Canyon. They built a beautiful home out here. This is where they're going to stay. I think that's music to Lakers fans' ears that this guy wants to finish his career here. You know, he's already jumped around a little bit from Cleveland to Miami back to Cleveland. He's now here in L.A. I don't see him going anywhere else to chase a ring. I know people want the Steph thing. It's not going to happen. I think he stays here, finishes out his legacy. Yeah. All due respect to both you guys, who I, who I think you guys know Braun very well. There's no way he's just playing for the love of the game. This no, is LeBron James. No, no, I'm not saying love of the game. I mean, you got to have love of the game. Yeah, 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 yeah. But he, like, to work as hard as LeBron does, to put himself yeah. out there as hard as he has to put it, like, to be in the condition he's in, that's not just for the love of the game. No, no, no. They're, they're, they're competing. They're yeah. trying to win. But let's be honest here. The Lakers aren't a team right now that we're not talking about in serious contention as far as this season goes. I don't think he's under, the, like, the pressure cooker where, like, if the Lakers don't deliver, he's out. But, but yeah. I think that's what that's where the tension comes in. Yeah. Like what we've seen over the last month or so, when he publicly puts pressure on the organization, when he tweets the emoji, when you get other teams calling to say, hey, is he unhappy enough to entertain this idea? That's where that comes from. Is, is 
this is LeBron James out there. This is you, Chanet, you you know how hard he works. You you were on the set of Space Jam with him, right? <laughs> I was in the um, you know behind the scenes. Behind the yeah. scenes, my sister was in the movie. But yeah, he works very hard. And I think you know if there's a timeline, I like the three year window because it allows an opportunity yeah. to play with or against his son. But yep. the truth of the matter is, you have to appreciate the guy because we don't know how many more All Star games where we can see and hear from him and talk about his future. And so Ramona, you know you follow the Lakers very closely. Yeah. If he's trying to forecast his future, what do you see in those tea leaves? I mean, listen, that quote was a masterpiece. Like, that quote that he gave, I love the Lakers, it's a great organization. Uh, it was very well delivered, it was very well conceived. But let's, let's parse this a little bit, okay? But I don't have the answer to how long it is or which uniform I'll be in. Hopefully it is with the Lakers. It is a great organization, so many grades, but we'll see. How many hedges do you hear in there? I mean, listen. Uh, that was at least hey, three Perk, that I counted. You don't see him going anywhere, do you? No, Perk doesn't see no. LeBron. I don't either, anywhere. but but he left himself I, I, out. I don't, but I don't, but but but, but I want to. I want to go to the, to to your <laughs> yeah. to your point. I want to go to your point about the love of the game, right? And when you're a basketball player, so, yes, competing for championships is one thing, but when you get on the floor. Nothing else matters in life, right? We call it the sanctuary. When you're able to go out there and perform on a basketball court and be the best version of yourself, everything that you're going through in the outside world, it doesn't matter at that time. And I know a lot of guys look forward to being on the basketball court. You see so many retired players right now, Jamal Crawford, all across the board. You see these video clips of them hooping at LA Fitness, them hooping at the YMCA yeah. with, with just, you know, random lawyers and doctors before they go to work <laughs> because it gives them that piece of joy. It's the sanctuary for, for a hooper to be in the gym, to be on the basketball court. Correct. I mean, I got you, and I, I, I've been through that myself in my own playing career, where you, it, when it's over, it's over, Ooh, yeah. right? When it's over, like, that moment when you have your last, your last game, everything that you were working on your entire life, like, let me keep my hands back and hit that outside pitch to the right field, and then all of a sudden the last game happens and that doesn't matter ever again. That is true. That is a stunning feeling that you have when you're an athlete, and I don't think LeBron James is anywhere close to hanging it up, and I don't think he's anywhere close to done. What I hear from this, from him and the way he's talking is this is a man who still wants to win. This is a man who still cares enough to put pressure on an organization. He had an out if he wanted to go to Golden State. If he wanted to go to the Warriors, that door was open. And he chose to stay with the Lakers. He chose to, to, to be right where he is. But every all-time great today, every all-time great, they all get there. Dirk played his whole career with one with, with the Mavs. Kobe was there. At the end of Kobe's at the end of Kobe's run, you know who was on the team with him? A bunch of rookies. It's true. That was the Charmin Soft era. Is LeBron gonna be okay with that? I don't think they're there yet, but he's gonna make sure that pressure's on them to keep fielding a championship. Ramona, you started your comment with like the desire to win. I wish we had that energy in the all-star game. We have plenty <laughs> oh, of highlights look at that though, segue. in today's show. Oh. But we also did wake up one second perk, sorry, to news from Woj. Because if you saw the Nets final game before the break, you may not be surprised. The team dismissed head coach Jacques Vaughn this morning. 
morning. Now remember, he took over for Steve Nash after just seven games last season, and Brooklyn will have some cap space, and likely they're looking for a rebuild this summer. And Vaughn's final game was the recent 50-point loss to the Celtics. Ooh. It was the second-largest loss by any coach in league history in their final game with the team. Now coming up on NBA Today, the NBA's best were on center stage in Indy over the weekend. But while the stars were out, there was no defense to be found. Does the NBA have an oh, all-star problem? Oh. I know, and is there a way to fix it? Big Perk has some big thoughts. Plus, Steph Curry sat down with our Malika Andrews over the weekend. Hear their exclusive interview on why he dubbed the Warriors as, quote, average, and what Golden State's big three has left in the tank. And Dame Dalla, Dame Lillard pulled off something that only Michael Jordan has done before. But can the Bucks capitalize on his MVP momentum and turn the season around? That's next on NBA Today. Do not go anywhere. Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyeho Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. NBA Today is brought to you by AutoZone. Get in the zone. We gave a nod to LeBron's history. Let's get to the game. To the field house we go, East versus West. Tyrese Halliburton, hometown hero, set the tone in Indy with some threes early, Austin. Yeah, corner three right there, Austin. Good. A little step, side step. Okay, I didn't know you had that footwork. And by the way, look at this. From all the way downtown, this would be his fifth three in the first quarter. Guess who loves it? Pacers great legend Reggie Miller on the call. I love that. Now the East up 25-22. This guy leads the league and assists for a reason right to Giannis, who slams it. You like that connection? I thought Halliburton was going to be the MVP just the way he started this game. I think the crowd did, too. That's what I need, Dave. I need that Milwaukee. Okay, this is getting personal, right? No, no, I love that. I want more of that. All of us do. And, okay, now look at this pass right Ah. here. Does it look familiar? Kind of. Who does it remind you of? Uh, white chocolate. There we go. Jason Williams. Yes, sir. OG. Rookie Steph. But the play did not manifest the way that I think nah, nah, Tyrese nah, thought nah. it would. Nah, like, I There's mean, the flashback. The oh, so that was sweet. That was a rookie sophomore game. Now let's go back to the third quarter. East okay, up 125. Oh, oh, he gets stuffed at the rim, but it's okay. We still get a highlight. So from low to high, logo Dame oh. from half court. Logo Lillard. Oh, snap. Is that like logo? That, I oh, feel that's like a that's... jump shot from half court. I don't think people understand. Go, Luca. Sorry, sorry no. Luca. He left his hops in Dallas. Eighth. Oh. Oh. oh, he didn't so bring him on the flight. For him and then... <laughs> Carl Anthony Towns pulls up for his 50th point, and he lets us know it. I love 5-0. Cat, but... 
that might be the meanest 50 I've ever seen in my life. I mean, there were a lot of meaningless points, kind of. (laughs) Dame, another one from half court. The East wins 2-1-1. You got that 211 to 186. Lillard wins MVP and finishes with 39, 6, and 3. Here's what Adam Silver had to say about the game. (laughs) And to the Eastern Conference All-Stars, you scored the most points. Well, congratulations. Giannis, to your team, this trophy is yours. I don't know what they can do to make it more competitive. I don't know. I think everyone looks at it. It's, it's like a, it's a break. So I don't think nobody want to come here and compete. <laughs> I think 200 is a lot, you know, to be scored. It just shows that, you know, we didn't go out there and compete like I guess you would, you would want us to or whoever would want us to. But um, I think that's just what it is. Let me grab my tea really quick. We got a little shade. From the commissioner, that was actually hilarious. But all jokes aside, the All-Star game is truly falling below expectations. You know, Austin, I want to give you the floor here. Hey, Parker, let's get him. Because, <laughs> hey, listen, I, I'm, listen I, first off, that, that, this All-Star weekend had some high moments. The Sabrina Steph was great. Yep. But we talk about the bread and butter of the All-Star game. It's always the dunk contest and the game itself, right? Which this past weekend was a tough watch. <laughs> it was a tough watch. When we talk about the All-Star game, listen, I'm not expecting guys to be Game seven, dive on the floor, give everything, you know, give everything you got. But there's a fine line between not playing hard and even what they did last night. 211 points? Bro, Scott Van Pelt said it better than anybody. If they don't care, why should we? Mm. Kobe even said it, man. Like, listen, guys play harder in pickup games in the summer. Guys are going to play one-on-one tomorrow when they go back to their respective cities and get after it more than they did last night. So I don't want to hear the whole injury thing. Again, I'm not expecting these guys to play, you know, the greatest defense. There's going to be some free lay in the All-Star game. There's going to be some, you know, circus acts. It's an All-Star game. But when that third and fourth quarter come around, that's when you we, 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 we like to see these guys compete. This is the Greatest pickup game in the world. I want to see the best players get after it. That felt Pro Bowl-ish last night. I felt like I was watching a football Pro Bowl, like flag football. That was flag and basketball. And they've been trying to tweak the Pro Bowl so that it's more entertaining. That, that, that was the bad, fans, bro. And then they got rid of it. Yeah. Come on, man. Perk? And, and, to be honest, it was embarrassing, and it was, it was disrespectful to the game of basketball, to the NBA, to so many guys that – Used to like the, the NBA All Star. You it, it, to be an NBA All Star. It's an honor. Mm-hmm. It's an honor. Like I played 14 years and never made an All Star game. I was close to making it one time, and Al Horford beat me out by one coach's vote. Do you know how it would have felt to be in the All Star game? Russell Westbrook won back to back All Star MVPs. One of the times he came off the bench because he was playing so hard. That's how much he cared. And at the end of the day, players won't say it publicly, but in order to move the needle, in order to get an all-star game where they're actually competing, you know what's going to have to happen. The NBA is going to have to increase the incentives, meaning put a bankroll in front of their faces to make them go out there and and play. Hey, you know what? If this team wins, each player get an additional $500,000. We saw the results, and we saw what happened with the in-season tournament. Guys were scrapping like crazy, taking charges. We saw a playoff version of LeBron James. But again, man, you you go back and you watch watch Jordan, you watch uh, Shaq, you watch Kobe, you watch all these guys that was in the all, even Russell Westbrook. Like, it was a badge of honor to represent and be a 
a guy that represented the All-Star game. And if I was Adam Silver, I would have been pissed as hell like he was last night because it was an embarrassment all across the board. So let's talk about how we got here, okay? Because this is the first weekend the NBA has the stage all to itself. The Super Bowl's over. Everybody's got – this is the NBA's big showcase. And instead of us having – the, the three marquee games on ABC, the three big lead-ins all the way through on TNT and then ABC. and then We have the All-Star Saturday night, and we have the All-Star game. And this is what, when the nation turns its attention from football to basketball, this is what the NBA is putting on display. How did we get here? Football added a week. So we have week 17, so the Super Bowl is one week later. The trade deadline is now before the All-Star game. It used to be after. And so the All-Star game, you saw the I think the Boogie Cousins trade is the one that kind of changed things. Yeah. Where right after the All-Star game, Boogie gets traded, and people are scrambling to find him in the locker room and tell him and get a reaction. I remember that. And that changed everything because it, kinda, it just made the whole weekend kind of awkward for everybody. So they moved the All-Star game after the trade deadline. They also made the All-Star game a break. So it's longer, and they had to find a spot for it on the calendar. But I think the calendar just needs to change. Like, mm. the calendar has changed in, in a way such that this isn't what the NBA wants to be putting. It's best. This is not the best foot forward for the NBA. Now, I can come up with all these ways to change the game. I like world versus USA. I know no, you no, think no. you don't like that. Do but, that. But in hockey, it works. I think there's enough great players all around the world. Well, what, if, what if there's not? See, that's the thing, though. If the it's calendar changes, you might still have the guys approach the game the same way, and they don't care. And to me, I think Perk mm -hmm. hinted to it. My solution is pay the guys. No, a million. We saw, we saw a million. I think the winning uh, team, the players, got 500000 right, from the in-season tournament. Yeah. We were talking about mm -hmm. how, how game-changing that, that money was. And I think no matter how high you are on the spectrum in the NBA, like that money matters to you yeah. and how you can transform lives. And so pay them the same way we saw the them reap the benefits of the in-season tournament pay the guys who win the all-star game a little bit more but if it's the calendar here and for me it's paying them what, there's what a, do you there's think also is your the optics though of like these are all-stars making 50 million dollars no but that's but that's why it shouldn't be half a million and they tried but a they, million. they i don't care how much money you got a million dollars is a million dollars but that's they tried the charity they tried yeah. the charity giving you know giving money to charity and i think now like yeah. it didn't really yield what much so austin what would you say you is could, what's the actual fit i think you could First off, a million per player is a lot of money. Even if you're a guy making $40, $50 million a year, a million dollars, that's free cash, man. That's, that's money you can give to your family, your friends, your charity, do whatever you want with it. But that's a lot of money. So that's one thing. Secondly, each all-star player gets a ring, right? Why don't the winning team get a totally different type of ring? We're talking about Super Bowl-looking type of ring, an iced-out uh, uh, all-star ring. The losing team gets maybe like a smaller ring with like a you know, jewel on it. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> Try to make it more so where these guys take it personal and compete. But at the end of the day, man, it starts at the top. We need the top dogs and the young guys competing. It's not LeBron James' responsibility or Steph Curry. They've done their time. I want Devin Booker and Anthony Edwards to compete against each other. I want Jason Tatum yeah. and Anthony Edwards to compete against each other. I want the young dudes to go out there and compete. What, what, what they doing out there just chilling and, and but, walking? What did, what did, one second, Perk. What did you make of no, Anthony, no, Edwards, no. Anthony Edwards' comments saying, I, like, that, I'm that here, was, That was so strange for me because he is such the opposite of that. He is such a competitor for him to say, I'm going to All-Star break. And that's my boy, so I, I love Ant. But I hate the fact that he's going to like, oh, nobody wants to come to the All-Star game and compete. Why not? You're going against the best players in the world. This is the greatest pickup game in the world. You <laughs> compete in the summertime versus average Joes in a gym in Atlanta, but you're not going to compete against Devin Booker, the greatest two-guard in the NBA right now, or, or Jason Tatum. Like, these are Bro, guys dude. that you need to go compete against. And, and, they, and, and, and this goes back to my point, Austin. I'm glad you brought that up. Do you remember the time when – when Jordan was guarding Magic, right? Mm. And then you remember the time when Kobe was guarding Jordan and LeBron was guarding Kobe. Do you remember the breakup yep. 
of Kobe and Shaq, and Shaq and Kobe was going there that they had tension during that All-Star game. Like, we got to get back to this point. And you're, you're so right when you nailed it because let me tell you this. If you're a young guy, if you're Anthony Edwards, you should not say, oh, I'm going to be shooting left-handed shots no. in the All-Star game. Your mindset should be, I want to come out here and actually win the All-Star MVP. Facts. Don't take that for granted of putting that accolade up under your resume. So at the end of the day, we could we could come with all these hypotheticals and, and what can move the needle. The number one thing that's going to get these guys to compete is a bankroll. No, You're going to have to do. I think the money do, will help, but you guys do. are right. You I do think that. Back the bridge. Jalen <laughs> Brunson played hard. He did. Kevin Durant did. We've seen it before. But I, I do think that the point, the point is, is that the veterans have served their time, and so the young guys have to step up. So coming up on NBA today, Malika Andrews sits down with our vet, uh, Steph Curry, and talks all things Warriors. You want to hear his thoughts on Golden State's attempt to pair him with his rival. If you're around this league long enough, you're you're gonna get surprised with some stuff that uh, you thought would never be possible, but. Um, a little blip on the radar that turned everybody's heads, but we keep moving. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. You're watching NBA Today. Are you ready to see something we have never seen in the history of All-Star Weekend? Hey, step back. You can shoot, you can shoot. It doesn't matter if you're a girl or boy. Time to meet the competitors in tonight's slam dunk. Twenty twenty four AT T slam dunk champ is Matt McClung. There is no question here. Steph versus Sabrina was the yep. moment of All-Star Weekend. And Sabrina went toe-to-toe with the greatest shooter of all time. I mean, NBA line, no problem. 26 final score. Dame won with that exact amount. You love to see it, guys, right? Honestly, I thought she should have gone second. I thought that was a disadvantage to have her go first and then have Steph know what he needed to beat. It's okay. But kudos to Steph for embracing the true nature of competition. And our own Malika Andrews caught up with Steph in Indianapolis right before the game. So check it out. So who can stop Steph Curry? 
Hopefully we'll never find out. We're at All-Star Weekend. It's your 10th All-Star. Does it make you think about your own basketball mortality at all? Definitely, but it's a motivator for sure because like, it does remind you that uh, this isn't going to be around forever. I'd never take it for granted, but it's a reminder of you know how hard it is to you know be acknowledged as an all-star every year. I feel like you know I still got a little bit more left in me. Do you think about how long you want to do this? I do, but it's, it's, the more I think about it, like I said, the more motivated I get. I work as hard as I've ever worked to maintain this level, so you're trying to redefine what that could actually look like. I think the lesson I've learned is not to put any limitations on it, but, you know, approach every year, like this could be the last year. Curry for three. Bang! Oh, what a shot from Curry! As you continue to race against that clock to want to win more championships, because you're one of the most competitive people that I know, do you feel like you're as patient as you once were with how this team goes through ups and downs? You're around this league long enough, you know what goes into building you know, a championship DNA. And like with me, Draymond, and Clay, you know, we've been doing this for over a decade. And you know, since the 22 finals, you understand like the margins decrease as you get a little you know, deeper into your career. Like the little things that impact winning are so precious. And you know, reminding ourselves of it and also you know, bringing along you know, the younger guys to get them to that level. So there's always patience within that. Look around, there's so much talent in the league right now. You have to embrace it. And I think the patience that comes with that is, I know we still are capable of doing it. You called this team average recently. Why is that? Our record was, when we were one game above 500, and you are what your record says you are. So until we truly get over the hump and get real momentum that Really allows us to climb up the standings a little bit, and you know, we, I know we're capable of it. You know, sometimes you have to be real with yourself that where we are is not good enough, uh, even though it's better than where we were, you know, a month ago. Steph ready to put everybody to bed. He's putting on the show. Yes. This is what we all came here to see. You've always said you wanted to go out with the same folks you rode in with, with with Draymond, with Clay. Do you still believe that the three of you will be Golden State Warriors and that's it for life? 100%. And I think that's always been a motivator for us. And I think the way that we talk about it is we want to not only end our career as a warrior, not only continue to you know, compete at a very high level, but you want to end it the right way. I think we've been through a lot this year. And uh, you know, the three of us, especially you know, with Draymond's uh, absence for a while, with Clay, you know, taking on a new role, um, the new cast of characters that we have that are, you know, right alongside us in this journey. I think it's extremely possible to accomplish both. Um, you know, we just have to, you know, protect the identity of who we are um, as best we can. And I think we're we're moving in that right direction. So, Steph wants to keep the gang together, but what could that look like? Well, the Warriors have the highest payroll in the NBA this season. They have five players making over $20 million each. When you deep dive into their books, Klay Thompson is an unrestricted free agent after the season, and they could waive Chris Paul after the year because his salary is non-guaranteed. So, Steph says 100% he wants to keep the big three together. So, Austin, do you want to see the Warriors' three, uh, you know, big three sail off into the sunset? I do. You know, we're talking about a modern-day dynasty. You, know, you think about the Spurs. I don't want to see Klay Thompson go to a different team. 
It's like when I when we talk about the Spurs, we talk about remember Tony Parker left to go to Charlotte, and it was like it was like weird. What? And then he came back <laughs> yeah. home, and everybody felt good again. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's I don't want to see Klay Thompson in a different jersey. And by the way, he could help other teams. By the way, because a new fresh start can do a lot for a player. But this team right here, you want to see these guys go one team their whole career. We're talking about the Golden State Warriors. By the way, you never know. They might have a bounce-back year next year. There's been a lot of, like, dysfunction this year between the injuries, uh, between the absence of Draymond, between Clay's up and down in his new role. True. They're playing their best basketball of the season right now. We'll see how this second half kind of, you know, leans out and plays out. And then you go from there. But they've already written or wrote history. They've, they've done everything that they've needed to do in the game of basketball. Obviously, you want to see Steph compete at a high level because he's still playing at a high level. But I can't picture Draymond in a different jersey. I don't want Draymond <laughs> in a different jersey. And I damn sure don't want Clay in a different jersey. I want him to finish it out. And he did just state. recently say that he's willing to take a lesser role, Love essentially. That. And I think that's very important. But that. Ramona, will Draymond and Clay finish? Their I think the, I think they do. Um, I think they all finish their careers with the Warriors. I think it's getting there is going to be difficult. For, Draymond signed for four years, so he's got three years left on his contract. I can't see a world where they trade him. Teams might call, but I don't. I don't think they do that. Um, Clay, it's really it's going to be the balls in his court now. I mean, it's it's really they made him a contract extension offer. They couldn't come to an agreement. It was a, it was a two year offer. Draymond got four, so there's a there's some of that there. But there's also um, what what is his market value? Does he want to test the market? Does he want to go out and see what? free agency is like does he want to meet with other teams that might set the market for him uh, as he comes to free agency this summer but I think when all is said and done I think they find a way to get that deal done I think they all do stay together until the end of their careers yeah and if you just look at what they've produced on the basketball court recently Steph is in his prime uh, Draymond has really helped key in the role players and Jonathan Jonathan Kaminga has taken mm. another big step yes. so Perk do you think that they keep the gang together based off of what we've seen maybe the last 10 or so games no, I don't. And let me, let me say this because everyone was everyone was saying, "Oh, Clay is not the Clay of old." Clay just had a thirty-five piece, I believe it was off the, the other night, right before the All Star break, off the bench. So Clay still could be Clay if he wanted to in a different situation. Just because he's asked to take a lesser role for the Warriors doesn't mean that Clay Thompson can't go and deliver on another basketball team. And he reminded us of that when, uh, before uh, the game against Utah. Here's what I'm saying, right? When it comes down to holding this together for the long haul, we don't know what's going to happen. And we don't know if these guys are going to retire in the, in the Warriors uniform because I could see Draymond Green riding this out like a Udonis Haslam. Does it have to be for the Golden State Warriors? Not say three or four years down the line when Draymond's contract is up. If another contender come knocking at the door, like in Oklahoma City Thunder or the Minnesota Timberwolves, and say, hey, Draymond, we want you in the locker room, then he has some serious thinking to do. So I can't go out on the limb and say that, that all three of those guys will retire in a Warriors uniform. I won't do it. Well, Perk, we will see because they'll hit the court very soon. Our next, though, Saturday primetime game on ABC and the ESPN app features, actually. Jalen Brunson, though, in the Knicks, hosting Jason Tatum in the first-place Celtics. This should have been this weekend. Correct. (laughs) NBA Countdown kicks it all off at 8 Eastern. Now, still ahead, though, on our show, defense may have taken the day off. But there were plenty of highlights. A special edition of Top of the Top All-Star Weekend is right around the corner. Well, at least it went out with a bang. 
bang! It went out with a bang! Mike Breen? You said bang. That's my line. Well, I meant more of like an electrical fire bang. Like this? Bang! No, I think... Bang! 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 That's a pretty good bang. But what are we gonna do about this bang? Oh, you don't need a catchphrase. You need a jingle. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm is here to help. Bang! He really went out with a bang. The NBA on ESPN, presented by State Farm. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Before And One mixtapes, there was the Harlem Globetrotters. The exhibition basketball team is part comedy, part competition, and all skill. Founded in Chicago in 1926, the Harlem Globetrotters have been home to legends like Fred Curley Neal, Meadowlark Lemon, and yes, even Wilt Chamberlain. Now approaching their 100th year as an American institution, the Globetrotters are still, well, trotting actively touring across the country with no signs of slowing down. Honoring Black History Month on ESPN Radio. Welcome back to NBA Today. Loved highlighting the Globetrotters. Let's keep that same energy. Time for a special all-star weekend top of the top. First up, let's see what it is. Top dunk contest, Mac McClung. Okay, back. Okay. Deserved it. He absolutely oh. did. Oh. Every single one of his dunks is like, how many people can I jump over? Nah, respect, Matt. Shaq. Spud Webb. It was the Shaq. Jacob Toppin, though. I like yeah. that one. Yeah. That yeah. was solid. That one was That was good. so underrated. It's was, so underrated. Didn't, yes, it didn't he get a bad score? I, make it make yeah. sense. And then, gotta love this, G League, Jordan Jackson puts on his mom's jersey, the legend, yeah. Daryl Swoops. Should have put him in the dunk contest. I mean, that too. There's a nice little right. flashback. Somebody that cares. <laughs> All right, let's go to top in-game dunks. LeBron James, hey, obviously. Yep. Come Pat on it. now. Move out the way. That's Actually, no one was there. There was no defense. So there we go. <laughs> Story of the night. Carl Anthony Towns. Oh. Okay. That's a nice reverse. Hey, Carl. Up and under. Giannis. Yeah, little rock the cradle. Okay. Is that Giannis right there? Yeah. Yep. That was clean as well. Let's go to Top I like the Handles. Lob from Bam, too. Yeah. Uh, what? I like the alley from Bam. Oh, that one was nice. That yeah. Top Handles, though. Trey oh. Young, not oh. Meg. Oh, that's disrespectful. See, LeBron should have packed that. <laughs> there were only, I believe, three <laughs> blocks. Three blocks in the All-Star game, and I think, what, like three or four fouls? It was three wild. fouls. Three fouls the entire Ooh. game. Oh, and Steph pulls out the, the ball cool. shake and oh. bake. Hey, JC? Yes, sir. Come on. Uh-uh. Oh, that's... That's too smooth. Like, I don't understand how this happens. Let's go to Hooper Blooper, though. Jalen Brown. Oh, God. 
This gave me Daryl Armstrong vibes. Hey, you remember Daryl hey, Armstrong Park in the dunk contest? <laughs> <laughs> That was unfortunate. And then, of course, Luka Doncic. Uh, I wasn't a fan of the, the glove either, but look at Luka getting stuffed at the oops. rim. And it wasn't just Luka. <laughs> it was also, I love this, though. This was comedic. Lastly, let's go to top range. Dame Lillard, I mean, a pair of half-court shots. Easy, too. You know what, just a little sidelight here. Dame getting the MVP in Halliburton's backyard with that little feud that's been brewing. Oh, that the is true. And, and since you mentioned it, here's Dame with Malika Andrews after winning the Kobe Bryant All-Star Game MVP. Here with the All-Star Game MVP, Damian Lillard. Dame, you joined some very elite company because there have only been two players ever to win an All-Star Saturday Night event and also win All-Star MVP. It is yourself and Michael Jordan in 1988 who won the dunk contest. What does it mean to join that company? Anytime you mention next to Mike is, is a special accomplishment. Um, regardless of how it had to happen or what type of events they are, um, the fact that nobody's done it since 1988, I think that shows how difficult it is. I have one more piece of trivia for you here. You are not the first Milwaukee Buck in recent history to win a MVP here at All-Star Weekend. Do you know, do you happen to know the year that Giannis won his? Giannis might have won it in 19? Giannis won it in 2021, the same oh, year. Atlanta. And the same year they won, that the Milwaukee Bucks won a championship. Could history be repeating itself? Uh, we got we got some work to do, but uh, I certainly hope so. Dave, thank you so much. Congratulations. Appreciate it. Look, look, I love the honesty from yep. Dame because it is true. The Bucks stumbled into the All-Star break, but hopefully Dame can ride some of this momentum into the final stretch of the season. And there was actually another interesting moment during the broadcast when uh, Giannis and Dame both spoke about being the two oldest players on the wow. East All-Star team. I think Dame is 33, Giannis is still 29. So, Austin, do you think that right now with the urgency based off of them feeling their old bones, is this the time for Milwaukee to win it all? I think next year is the year where the pressure cooker really kind of turns on and they got to go out there and perform at that highest level. Um, if anything, this is kind of, I don't want to say a free year because with that type of roster and with that type of, you know, you're talking about players on that roster, you're talking about Giannis and Dame, they're expected to go compete now. Um, they're 3-7 and seven under the old head pops. Uh, <laughs> listen, I called him, he didn't call back. That's why oh. I, I know you're stressed. I'm like, hold on, man. But listen. <laughs> he ain't picking up your call. Nah, he ain't picking up nobody's calls right now. But listen, Dave, Dave's got to get a little bit of confidence from this weekend. Even though you know, it was a weird game, he still won MVP. He still went out there and won a three-point contest. Get a little positivity flowing in that blood. Goes back to Milwaukee. They know they had a tough last 10 games. You know, after All-Star breaks, a whole new season. You know, that's a whole new year. I mean, that's how it feels like when you're out there, at least. Everyone's playing harder. It's go time. It's playoff time. Let's see if Milwaukee can kind of tap into a chemistry here and get something going. So I did hear your dad talk on ESPN Radio over the weekend. He did an interview with P.J. Carlissimo and Mark Hestisher. And I thought it was interesting because he was talking to P.J., who he knows really well from his days with the Spurs. And he goes, well, this is the hardest coaching job I've ever had. And he said that one of the hardest things is he doesn't have a staff. Yeah. Like, he took over in the middle of the year. He's got Dave Yeager, but everybody else he inherited from the previous coaching staff. And he goes, I'm still evaluating the coaching staff almost as much as I'm evaluating the players. He's not comfortable there yet. And it's hard to enact any kind of change when you don't have all your guys. You're in the middle of the year. There's already a lot of pressure. Like, we've said this before. When you have Giannis on your team, there is always pressure. Yeah. I don't care what his contract says. I don't care the extension. There is always pressure. <laughs> when they didn't make that move for Dame Lillard to go finish in the second round again. That is true. But the intel we got that actually matters is that 
Please call your son back, dog. Please oh, call man. your son back. It's all I mean, good. Just it's an all emoji, good. Like a but up. but <laughs> clearly, clearly, Please they're gonna be yeah. they're gonna be in the lab. Have no fear. <laughs> we will be back in action this weekend with our Friday doubleheader. Donovan Mitchell on the two-seated Cavs host Tyrese Maxey and the Sixers at 7:30 <laughs> Eastern. Then Giannis and the Bucks. Hey, face Anthony Edwards in the first-place Timberwolves. Coverage tips with NBA Countdown at seven on ESPN and the app. 20-time All-Star LeBron James doesn't have the answer yet for how much longer he'll play, but we have some ideas. How should the King say bye-bye next on NBA Today? LeBron pulled up to his 20th All-Star game and dropped a few highlights. My personal favorite was the Paul George bounce pass. So good. And then he picked it up and slammed it. Brought the house down. That was crazy for a 39-year-old. But those plays were not what made waves throughout the association. Check out what LeBron said before the game. I was asked this question a couple days ago. Will you kind of take the farewell tour or will you kind of just Tim Duncan it? I'm 50-50. Um, I'm going to be honest because there's times where I feel like I guess I owe it to my fans that's been along this journey with me for two decades plus. But the other side of I've never been that great with accepting like praise. Well, then this will be awkward. You heard the king. He doesn't know how or when he'll say goodbye. Let's refresh our memory on how other Hall of Famers said farewell. Maybe the most notable was Kobe, who dropped 60 in his last game before giving us the amazing quote, quote, Mamba out. He workshopped that. I was, that was planned. And then LeBron mentioned Tim Duncan. He played his final game in the 2016 West Semis. That was, if he workshopped that, that's a finesse. Oh, yeah. Um, Duncan scored 19 points in the final game of his Hall of Fame career, and he had a very understated exit. You'll see it here. I think he just points up and walks out, right? <laughs> yep. And then Michael Jordan, he got some unique love from a rival uh, during his farewell tour. Pat Riley in the Heat retired the number 23 in his honor. Classy, despite Jordan never playing for the franchise, which was interesting. So you heard Kobe, Tim Duncan, Michael Jordan. So, Perk, what would be the best way for LeBron to end his career? LeBron better get them flowers and have a, I don't know if he go call it a king tour or whatever he need to call it, but damn it, he need to make sure he bless the fan base with an opportunity of, you know, especially on the road, right? When you, I remember when Kobe was doing his farewell tour, I was in New Orleans, and I remember when he stopped by, the place was sold out. We were, By the way, yep. we, we were horrible that season, but it was just the praise and being former players being able to go in the locker room and, and, and talk with Cole. Like, bro, I gotta accept this. Like, it's oh, it's, it's just right. Like, he need this. I know he says he, had, he never been the one that want to accept flowers, but damn it, he gotta accept these rose petals and get that farewell to us. No one, other way around. One thing I'll say about LeBron is that I think he's always understood how important he is to the game and to the basketball culture. Like, he was on the cover of Sports Illustrated when he's 15, Dub the chosen one. Now he has that tattooed, okay, on him. He <laughs> leaned into that, okay, and he leaned into the King James moniker. But but I think also he understands like it's not just about you. You are relevant outside of the game. You're relevant to other people, to fans, to other players. And I think he will accept that and understand that. And he's I don't think he's ever ducked that stage. Like I don't think he's ever ducked all that responsibility. And that's one of the things I think you have to credit him for because it's a lot. It's interesting just because. 
it also feels like he's already opened this door. When we talk yeah. about superstars and how accessible they are, who have we ever seen more accessible than LeBron James? True. He's the guy who's on Instagram. He's tweeting. He watches yeah. grassroots. He watches college. He's all over the place. Kobe was a little bit more ducked off. Tim Duncan lives in a cave. So, like, <laughs> we, we, we expected Tim Duncan not to do the, you know, the no tour. But, you know, with, with LeBron, we need the tour, man. We need oh, the flowers. So, so oh. I will say this. When Kobe had his farewell tour, it was, like, it was amazing because the team wasn't any good that year either, Perk. I remember when going to New Orleans on that. And it was, like, it was amazing to watch everybody just kiss it's the ring on this ass. bad team. But he played in every mm -hmm. game on the road. But so as we put All-Star game to bed, Sabrina and Steph, winners. Great. Yeah. Pay the players money next year. Yes, sir. And then Jalen Brown, the dunk. The dunk. Okay, Daryl, let me see something. Let me see something. Jalen's was better than that. Jalen's was better than that. Daryl Armstrong just sitting at home being like, "What? How did I get into your conversation?" Sorry for Daryl. I love you, bro. You know I love Daryl. We'll talk more in the second half of the episode again. I love you, man.